More strollers were sold for pets than infants in 2023. A woman called 911 during an emergency and nobody picked up. And a mayor lets the town know they don't have to stop pooping despite the stench. These are the weird stories on Thursday, for Thursday, on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast in existence. I have three weird news segments from around the world. Let's go. More strollers have been sold for furry companions than infants. Now, when you say furry companions, you mean pets, correct? Or do you mean those adults that dress up like animals in furry outfits? One of the things I have um, exposed on Weird AF News is the popularity of furry companions that aren't pets. Uh, We've all been educated on this podcast over such things. Let's dive into the story here. I believe it's for pets and perhaps yet another sign of the country's declining number of births. It says here, South Korea's largest online marketplace reported recently that sales of pet strollers exceeded those of baby strollers for the first time this year. According to G-Market, of the total strollers sold on the platform during the first three quarters of 2023, those for pet animals accounted for nearly 60%, while those for babies constituted the remaining 40%. This situation marks a notable change from previous years where pet carriages made up only 30% of total sales on average. Baby carriages previously had a larger share the last few years with well over 60%. Um, This is obviously indicative of a continuous trend of increased purchases of pet-related items Uh, while at the same time declining sales of baby-related products, which align with, I assume, the decline in births as well, which uh, is a problem in the world, I guess. People call it a problem. I don't see it as a problem. We have 8 billion humans on the planet. I think we're already over capacity. But for some reason, everyone wants to let more people into the club. The club's packed, guys. Have you not take a look, taken a look at the dance floor? It's a little packed on the dance floor. We don't have really much room for more. Now, for the sake of this story, they're saying South Korea is witnessing a growing trend of families choosing to adopt and spend money on their pets a development that contrasts with the country's declining birth rate and the falling number of babies born here. That's a little redundant because the declining birth rate is the falling number of babies born there. (laughs) So just repeating yourself. According to Statistics Korea, the total fertility rate representing the average number of births per woman throughout her childbearing years dropped from one 1.48 in 2000 and 1.23 in 2010 to 0.84 in 2020 and 0.78 last year. In layman's terms, uh, 640,000 births in 2000. Last year, the figure dropped below 250,000. Now, are they going to mention the cost of uh, rearing a child? Because that is at an all-time high, it seems. And at the same time, people's prospects for the future at an all-time low. So why would you have a human baby when you can just save some money with a pet? Pets are a lot more loyal than the babies, I've noticed as well. So that's a, that's a bonus. And, and uh, with a pet stroller, you get a lot more years of usage 
rather than the baby stroller, which you can only use for a, a, a little while, and they're quite expensive from what I've seen. It says here, the number of households holds raising pets is growing with recent statistics from the Ministry of Agriculture, Food, and Rural Affairs indicating that over 25% of Koreans now have pets. And apparently a lot of those pets can't walk. So, <laughs> hence the stroller. I see a lot of these strollers in Los Angeles. I take a peek inside. I would say half of the time it's a human baby and the other half it's a very small dog. Um... I don't know what's people love these dogs that can't walk for some reason. They love the dogs that can't breathe nor can walk. Those French bulldogs like <laughs> Why would you get a dog that's like <laughs> and can't walk? I don't understand that. This dog is like incapacitated. It's good for nothing except for selfies. <laughs> it's not going to protect you either. <laughs> Yeah, good luck strolling down the street with, uh, you know, three Frenchies and then you get mugged. Those dogs are like, <laughs> as you're dying on the sidewalk. A woman calls 911 during an emergency, but no one answers the call. Imagine calling 911 during an emergency. Just imagine it. And then imagine this. It just rings and rings and rings and nobody answers the phone. This is what happened to a woman named Melissa Price Crom. She called 911 from the South Point Mall. You guys know the place. They got some good deals over there at the South Point Mall. She called 911 after she saw an elderly man fall and split his head on the ground. Here's a quote from Melissa. Well, I called 911 and I just I stayed there on the phone for at least five long minutes. It's a long time for a man to be bleeding on the ground. I was worried. I was worried nobody was picking up the 911. So I, I, I switched over to the non-emergency number. And guess what? No one picked up that call either. I switched back to 911. No one was picking up at all. Thankfully, Melissa was able to flag down mall security. Uh, ordinarily, mall security is about as useless as a 911 line that no one picks up. But in this instance, this mall security came through and got EMS to the scene. Melissa says, quote, well, it was really scary. I kept, kept thinking, like, what, what, if, what if this was my child and I, I was calling 911 for my child? Does 911 not work anymore? This incident reminds me of a Rodney Dangerfield bit that went something like, uh, Hey, I called the suicide hotline. They put me on hold. Hey, I got no respect. Hey. <laughs> We're doing Rodney Dangerfield impressions, Jonesy? Is that what it's come to? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's come to. Did I lose half of you? <laughs> people are like, who is Rodney Dangerfield? Have people forgotten the great late Rodney Dangerfield? Unbelievable. I have a lot of respect for Rodney's uh, style of joke writing. I cannot write short jokes. I've tried. I wrote one short joke recently, and it actually worked on stage. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it for you guys. I, very rarely do I do my own jokes on this show, but here it goes. I said... I cheat on my taxes, guys, but not all the time, only once a year. Hey, how about that? <laughs> Jonesy, are you now doing your own stand-up on the show? Yeah. Uh, yeah, guys, please love me. All right, back to the story, because I think there's an issue here. 
They're saying that there's staffing problems at the emergency communications center in Durham that has led to delays in the 911 service. The latest numbers from the emergency communications center show about 26% of the positions at this call center are vacant. And they're showing that data from January through November of 2023 indicate the 911 call center did not hit its goal of answering 90% of the calls in 10 seconds at all this year. So, I mean, I'm no mathematician, but that sounds like 10% of the people were probably just subjected to just the ring-a-ding-ding. One ringy-dingy, two ringy-dingy. It's an emergency. Uh, the mayor, Leonardo, he... Named after a ninja turtle, he believes that uh, this incident should put more pressure on the call center to hire more 911 operators. There are 20 administrative positions, and of those, 19 are filled. 60 operator positions, of those, only 40 currently are filled. So there are at least 20 operational positions short of the uh, full staff Obviously, this is the problem, but my guess is they don't pay these operators very much. That's a tough job. It's probably low pay, and imagine the stress at a job like that. You're definitely getting PTSD, and you probably have to spend a good portion of your pay on therapy just to get through. I, for one, would lose my mind if I called 911 and was put on hold or no one answered. Or some automated service. Your emergency is very important to us. Please hold on and... One of our trained associates will be with you. If you'd like us to hold your place in line and call you when a representative is available, please press one. Again, your emergency is our number one priority. Put some pressure on the bleeding. An associate will be with you shortly. Yay! A mayor tells the community, don't stop pooping. This story is out of New Zealand. A mayor has been forced to clarify to the residents that live there that there's no need to stop pooping as the local council struggles with worsening odor from a local sewage plant that has left the locals gagging and unable to open their windows because of the stench in the town. Now, on Tuesday, Wellington Water, which manages the Seaview Wastewater Treatment Plant, said it was continuing to address the odor management issue that has plagued the city of Lower Hutt, which is in the Wellington region, in recent months. They have said in a statement, We acknowledge the odor levels have been unpleasant, inconvenient, and distressful for the community. That was my New Zealand accent. How was it? Could you rate it? One through ten. Email me and tell me. Uh, they had a, a local meeting, the city council, where the mayor, Campbell Barry, questioned if something could be done to reduce the smell. Because apparently there's a music festival coming in a few weeks. It's called Juicy Fest. <laughs> Juicy Fest is coming. Oh, those of you going to Juicy Fest, you don't want to smell this. <laughs> it's going to smell like ass juice. Thousands of attendees are expected to descend on a local park where artists, including Ashante. Ashanti? Really? From the 90s, Ashanti? What love got to do, got to do with, and what's love? Wasn't that her? Also, T-Pain is going to perform. Well, I don't think Ashanti and T-Pain are coming if your town smells like a toilet bowl, but I could be wrong. Now, the plant is working to replace 
their biofilters with deodorizing chemical dispersing machines in order to improve the air in the meantime. What is the mayor going to do, though? The mayor was like, well, you can definitely keep pooping. The mayor, I assume, was uh, considering having like a don't dookie December. But that's out the window. Good to know. The mayor's like, well, we're going to still embrace the Yule log. Move on. I'm not going to I'm not poo pooing the issue. <laughs> Seriously, that's not an option. In the meantime, residents have reportedly been told to expect the stench to get worse. No. Terrible. In response to this odor, angry residents have formed a group. Uh, they're calling their group Stop the Stench. They're urging local leaders to act. Stop the stench. Stop the stench. I'd imagine they're out there with signs and gas masks on. Stop the stench. You got to mobilize when there's something like this going on. You, you can't just sit in your home and just inhale the stench. You got to get out there with your deodorizers and your air fresheners. Stop the stench has a Facebook group. They're talking about relocating all of the holiday celebrations to the next city over because they can't handle it. Here's a quote from one member. Decided today that you can't take the risk of it stinking like this. It's bad enough that we have to put up with it. Don't want my guests gagging on their food around the holidays. Other locals have complained the odor has caused the children to have trouble concentrating at school as well. While one local business owner reportedly said the staff aren't eating lunch as a result. We have another quote from uh, someone that's part of the Stop the Stench movement. Sometimes I felt close to vomiting. You can't escape when it's in your home. It's get, it gets hot. You, you can't even open a window. We literally are holding a breath. Man, my New Zealand accent is just getting worse and worse as the story goes on. You would think it would get better. You know, it would evolve, but it just doesn't seem to. Well, fortunately, the mayor is telling the locals they can continue pooping. I didn't know non-pooping was an option. It'd be cool if I never had to poop in life, but I have to. Here's another impression. Um, this next impression of is of a New Zealand butt plug salesman who just found out that the mayor told everyone to keep pooping. Oh, what the hell? Yay! Commencing outro. Hey, everybody. It's your host, Jonesy. How you doing? I'm glad that you joined me for this episode of Weird AF News, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow for the Florida Friday episode. That's right. On Friday, we only do weird news from Florida, if you're new to the show. If you would like to send me some weird Florida stories, my email is funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also drop them in my Instagram DMs, at funnyjones as well. Uh, if you would like to call the show, the number is 646-450-2012. I'm going to be publishing a few phone calls from my... Uh, my loyal listeners after this. Uh, we have a New Year's weekend coming up, guys, and um, I hope you guys have an amazing time. What are your plans? I'd love to hear it. Please reach out to me. Tell me what you're doing. I'm going to be doing a show at a winery up near Oxnard, California, so if you're up there, drop me an email and I'll give you the deets or just follow my Instagram account. All the information's there, at Funny Jones. Uh, lastly, if you'd like to support the show, you know what to do. Go to weirdafnews.com, the official website of Weird AF News, where you can click on the little coffee cup and uh, buy me a coffee, or you can click on the Patreon banner and join the Patreon, which is like buying Jonesy a coffee every month or a beer. 
Or a lot of them, but them spliff mad. Yeah. I never said I was good at accents. I just like to try them. All right. Good luck with your life, man. Hello, fellow weirdos. This is Michael calling from Iowa City. I hope that everyone had a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever other celebration you might have made or had. I hope it was a happy one. This is nearly the end of the year, so it's a good time to reflect on the year that has passed and the one that is upcoming. And so I just wanted to take this moment to ask everyone to reflect on that period of time and the one that is coming ahead and to think about this podcast, Weird AF News and Comedian Jonesy and the joy, laughter and love that he brings into our life on a daily basis and to think about what value that brings into your life. And I know it brings a lot into mine. As I've said before, I'm legally blind and I really appreciate what Jonesy brings to me in my daily life and it has much value. And so I reward Jonesy for that by contributing to him and I hope that everyone else will consider doing so as well. The Thanks for Giving campaign continues through New Year's. It goes on until January 6th, uh, which is the last weekend after New Year's Day. And so I hope everyone will consider contributing to Jonesy in some way. He enumerates those at the end of every podcast. There's by joining uh, the Patreon, you contrib- can contribute by buying Jonesy a cup of coffee, by donating to him through PayPal, by hiring him to do a cameo video, or, you know, there's other ways you can do it, uh, show your appreciation as well by maybe sending him a Christmas gift belated, or maybe you want to call it a happy new year's gift, but whatever it may be, please open your heart and your wallet and consider making a contribution of some sort to Jonesy to help him in this five day a week venture that we call weird AF news. Thank you so much everyone for considering that. And please remember in any way that you donate to Jonesy, any of those methods, I will donate an additional dollar for each of those things. If you buy Jonesy one cup, of coffee, that's a dollar I'll donate. If it's five cups of coffee, I'll give five dollars. Uh, one membership to the Patreon, that's a dollar I'll give. So, uh, cameo video, uh, membership to the Patreon, or uh, a gift that you send them, that's a dollar that I'll donate for each of those things from every person. So, let's mount this thing up and make a lot of money for Jonesy. So, everyone out there, please. Consider making these contributions, and I wish everyone a happy, healthy, prosperous new year in 2024. Good luck with your life, man. Hi, Jonesy. It's Connie from Cedartown, and I'm just calling to wish you a Merry Christmas. And I know it's not technically Christmas yet, but have a happy Christmas Eve. My gosh, the Patriots just beat the Broncos. That was awesome. I'd like to think it's because I was wearing my Brady Patriots jersey, but I don't know. I can't I can't really say. Bill Belichick almost smiled. It was awesome. And the Falcons won. It's been a great day. So Merry Christmas to you, Jonesy. Merry Christmas to all the weirdos out there. Everybody take care. Be kind. And I hope everyone is safe and well, and I'll talk to y'all later. Merry Christmas. Bye, y'all.
Yay!